And this is Off the Beaten Path. Today's date is February 3rd, 2024. It's been a full week of news and sound bites and news that is being passed off as real news, much of which I would call the fake news. The time to be vocal is now. Silence is implied consent. Please visit the RBN website for great resource articles for provocative insight and share what you have learned. Go to republicbroadcasting.org. My email has changed for a little bit now. It's otbpsteve at gmail.com. That's otbpsteve at gmail.com. And uh, I am catching up on emails. I'm kind of cleaning things up here. And uh, I'll catch up. I did see that somebody wanted some more protocols. I'll get right on that tonight. By the way, our phone call number tonight for call-in is 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252. Well, interesting week last week. Uh, I am uh, on my own here, going solo on the uh, the property here, my little homestead here in Central Florida. Got a call on the 22nd. I think that was a Thursday of February. And uh, it appears that my mother-in-law, living in Arizona, was rear-ended in a car accident, found herself in the ICU, not doing too well, rib fractures at 88 years old. Not a good situation. Wife, we kind of sat back for a little bit, both being nurses, and said, what are we going to do here? What should we do? Should I go out now? Should I fly out now? A couple days, finally said, you know, better fly out. Better fly out. So she flew out. I'm on the homestead by myself, taking care of the dogs. It's quite interesting that animals can read you. They really can read you well. I'm a little stressed, a tad bit. You know, I've got a lot of chores to do around here. I've got lots of stuff to keep up on. I'm going down with the news and everything I can think of, taking care of the home front. Everything's got to be done. Make sure everything's working smoothly. I'm doing that to the best of my ability. And I realize that uh, I really miss my partner. <laughs> how much, you know, you give in a relationship and how much somebody else puts into the relationship. You, you finally realize that when you're actually all by yourself and you're going, dang, I, I've never done this before. That's usually her job. So uh, I did get a little bit of good news. She went into the ICU couple days not doing too good got out of the ICU a step down unit then came back into the ICU again and then finally back to a step down unit and now she has been transferred to home with a lot of nurses in the family they're watching over her and uh, the attention and gonna have to get the uh, whip out and basically whip her to say get up get up move get up move because you know what happens when you get to this age here when you break a hip you fall down an injury like that leads into a pneumonia, and that's not a good sign. So a good situation to be in. So I, I told told my wife, I said, Michelle, you get on there and whip her. If you have to get her out of bed, whip her, man. Get her going. Get her moving around the house. Get her doing what she needs to be doing. Open up those airway passages. Make sure you, you don't get a pneumonia and consolidation in the lungs. And uh, so we're going to have to push her a little bit. 88 years old, it's kind of tough sometimes, you know. She actually was pretty active, pretty active prior to the accident. And uh, now we're going to have to push her a little bit because the pain issue, yeah, pain. It's painful to break those ribs. And uh, the details, I don't know all the details. All I know that she was not in the wrong. She was rear-ended, 
I do not know if the person that rear-ended her is a legal citizen or an illegal here, one of Joe's illegals that crossed into the border. And I know we have that situation down here with illegals driving and they have a car accident. They, they leave the scene, run away. Or if they get caught, they get a slap on the wrist because they're driving illegal without insurance. And that's just a big nothing around here. Uh, we've got other things to worry about, unfortunately. But to me, that is a major crime right there. To leave the scene of an accident, not be insured when you're driving. Well, I have to have my insurance. For some reason, they look the other way and say, oh, well, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it is. It is a big deal. It's actually costing the insurance companies probably billions and billions of dollars for uh, illegals who are driving having accidents. And uh, not even counting the number of people that have been injured have died at the hands of legals on our roads today. But uh, it looks much better, a little more promising here. So uh, my prayers still going out there to Betty in Arizona and making sure everything goes well. And I think it will now. So cross our fingers here. Let's, uh, I want to talk about something that I mentioned last week. And I kind of want to touch on it again real, real fast before I get into the other Topics of tonight here. I mentioned about the big setup, Donald Trump's setup, on the documents that were found at Mar-a-Lago, the insider. And I got a funny suspicion, a funny feeling here. A disloyal insider, many of them that he had on the inside prior to taking office there, but an insider that was disloyal to Donald Trump, who actually probably might have, when Donald Trump's not looking, what do you do? You set him up. You put a couple folders in this big, in this big crate there, in his box to take home. Hell, you're gonna research it again. You're gonna go through the box again to see what you have in there. No, you don't. I'm tending to other things. Donald Trump probably took that box home. If I'm just saying this is a possibility. If there are illegal documents, classified documents in that box that was found in Mar-a-Lago, that's probably the way it turned out. Now, you can kind of assimilate and carry this over to, let's say. The evil mind of the wife who just found out her husband was having an affair, cheating on her. And so he packs his bag and he goes in to brush his teeth and do his last bathroom stuff. And she goes in there and she slides in the suitcase undetected, a loaded 357 Magnum in the suitcase when he's not looking. He gets to the airport, goes through the scanner. Next thing, boom, you've got a loaded weapon here in your suitcase here. You're going to jail, boy. We're not going to listen to you. You've got a loaded firearm. It's not just a firearm, it's a loaded firearm. And next thing you find out that you miss your flight and you're in jail and you have a revengeful wife sitting at home going, I got the best of him. I got the best of him. Uh, so it could have been this possibility here. Like I said, the big setup, I just can't believe the president having the ability to declassify or keep classified documents and that he would uh, take home classified documents. I just don't believe... He would have done that. I think this was a setup all along. They knew Donald Trump would come back in 2024 to try again. And this was just the kind of the beginning. The Russia gate didn't work. All these obstacles they kept throwing in his way. And now we got to throw this one at him. And uh, and they, they would you know try to make this one stick because let's let's admit it. If it was classified documents, it is breaking the law. It would be a serious offense. On the other hand, we can look at what happened to Joe Biden. And Joe Biden gets a pass because, well, he's well-meaning. He's an old person, old man with a very poor memory. So I guess this is uh, the legal words out there saying now that if you fall into this category, if you're well-meaning, you're elderly and have a poor memory, you can commit a crime nowadays and simply not be held accountable for it. So there's your get-out-of-jail-free card there for Joe Biden. Like I said, I think this was the, the big setup for Donald Trump to put classified documents in his box to take home and then suddenly they get the call we're missing this so let's go to the let's go to mar-a-lago let's check it out oh my gosh look what we just found I'm, I'm believing that's probably what happened because that's exactly these people that we're, we're fighting right now these evil people and the democrats that this is their tactics they would use no doubt about it this is what they would use this is modus operandi for this party here the party of no ethics, no morality, the party that there is no rule of law. The rule of law is what we say is the rule of law. That's pretty much this party stands for now. And I'm willing to believe that he would, he just got set up, got set up on this thing. We'll see. We'll find out. Uh, the very idea that the, that the FBI would go into your property and not allow 
legal representation to accompany you while you walk through the house and get your evidence. They wouldn't allow his lawyer to go in there. And then ask that your your video cameras, your surveillance cameras, your security cameras be turned off. Hmm. That sounds a little su suspicious to me. I don't know about you, but that sounds very suspicious of somebody trying to plant something or they just don't want to see what they nab. They nab whatever they can, whatever's in sight, grab it, take it. We'll see if we can manufacture some crisis for Donald Trump here. The guy's gone through everything. Whether you like Donald Trump or not, whether you like this guy or not, and I don't like a lot of things about Donald Trump. Don't get me wrong. He's not a perfect human being. He makes mistakes. He's made some mistakes. He's a little bit of a narcissist. Yeah, he is. He is. He is. A lot of people are. Uh, has he done uh, commercial real estate by the books? He's done it by well, what, what everybody else is doing. He's following the same protocol that everybody else is doing. For some reason, it matters that he did it and everybody else can do it, but that's okay, but you can't do it. And again, this last this last ditch effort to take him down for the financial the finance fraud in New York, that one had me steaming mad. That had me steaming mad. $355 million fine against Donald Trump. He has to put up the money, not just a portion of it, 10% like bail, but he has to put up the entire $355 million in order to appeal. Now, I've never heard this before. I, and I cited last week the Eighth Amendment. And I'm going to read, it, read you the Eighth Amendment again here. And that would be excessive bail shall not be required, and nor excessive fines imposed, that's where we fall in the category, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Well, I'd say that's excessive, $355 million to pay as a fine for no one, let me repeat, no one who was harmed. No one was defrauded. There are no victims. If there are no victims, there are there is no crime. That's that's how it works. No victim, no crime. But we're not living in normal times here. We are living in a bizarre world where those in charge make up the rules and do whatever the hell they want to do. We are faced with lawfare. Now, if they can take down a billionaire using these, uh, these criminal tactics that they're using, do you know what they can do to you and me? Oh, my God. We don't have a chance. We don't have a chance. We don't have a chance. That's just my theory on it. I think he may have been set up with the documents placed in his box, but I can't see him screwing up and grabbing stuff and putting his box and saying, I'll take this anyway. It's classified. I'll take it. Don't believe it for a moment. He's not a dumb. He's not a dumb man. He's not a very. He's not a dumb man at all. He's not a genius, but he's not a dumb man. This was what they. I refer to this as the big, the big setup. All right, a couple of things uh, I just want to talk about here before we get in. We got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. Again, phone lines are open five one two two four eight eight two five two. We've got. Well, June will be here before now. We just started March. Yeah, March 3rd today. Um, what Did I say February 3rd? I didn't believe I did. March 3rd, sorry. March 3rd, 2024. Jeez, I am out of my element right now. Michelle, come home. So I was talking about last, uh, you know, we got this, we, we follow the hurricanes. The hurricanes start in June. I think they end in November sometime, early November. And so they're already, you know, getting the word out there and the weather channels getting their vibe out there to saying, you know, hurricane season's coming up. Get prepared. Start buying all this stuff. And you should already be prepared already. But they're kind of getting the hype started a little early. I think they're being coaxed by the global warming fraudsters to say, hey, let's get this thing in high, high gear now. Let's get it going here. And, uh, you know, there's a code, there's a category of one to five, and I'll give you a little brief on that. It's called the Sam, Samfire, Sapphire Simpson Hurricane Windscope, and it goes from a category of one to five. Well, there's a discussion now, and I'm not sure where this comes from, but there's a discussion now to actually go beyond category five, go to category six, which would be winds greater than 192 miles an hour. So why, why do we do this? Why do we need this? Why not just change Category 5 to be a higher wind speed? How about that? Well, the answer is 
because it generates fear and promotes the idea that the oceans are getting warmer, that there is global warming, and guess what? You are responsible. It's you. You're breathing too damn much. Too much CO2 is coming out of that pile. Shut up. You breathe out too much CO2. You're the problem here. The planet is heating up. You are the problem. I haven't heard the word of carbon tax, the, the phrase carbon tax, come up for a while, but it will come back. I guarantee you they are looking at everything. The government is broke. They are looking for everything they can possibly tax to make you poor and to control you. You know, this uh, category category six thing here reminds me of the documentary from, from Meathead, Rob Reiner, Meathead. And he really is a meathead. He actually did one movie I thought was quite funny, Spinal Tap, pretty funny stuff. The rockumentary band, heavy metal band. And this is a discussion from the guitarist. He's talking to Rob Reiner. He's talking about the amp, that the, the amps need to be ramped up a little higher, a little higher on the volume. He needs to, we need to get an amp built that goes from 10 to 11. Well, have a volume instead of going to 10, it'll go to 11. And Meathead saying, well, why not just make 10 louder? Instead of going to 11, why not just make 10 louder? The guitarist, being as ditzy as he was, he said, well, but this amp goes to 11. <laughs> That's about the same thing as this Category 6, going to Category 6. It's, it's nonsense. But it does generate fear, and it does aid, enable the global warming hoaxers there that the, the planet is heating up and you're responsible. So let's, let's start the fear campaign a little faster. Let's get it going now. Again, every dang storm in the, in the Gulf or any storm out there has a name now. And they never did really before. It used to say storms, storms, yeah. But now we have names to storms because that generates also, hey, we have more storms. We have more storms that are named. Well, that must be something bad is happening with the environment here. That, again, fuels the lie of global warming. There you go with that. Uh, let's talk about the border invasion. Let's talk about the border invasion here. We've got another five minutes before we get into uh, the break here, the first break. Uh, I'm interested in the new wordage. Now, we've seen this before, you know, re, you know, redefining the definition of is, is. And here we got it again. We have new wordage from the mainstream media to downplay the crisis at the border, redefining the word is, is. People breaking into this country used to be referred to as what? Illegals. They were illegals. So they went from illegals to becoming immigrants, and from immigrants they become migrants, and now they're called, guess what? The new term now is newcomers. Newcomers. Well, that's not vacationers. That's not people here to come and have a good time. Those are people coming across your border, invading your border. They're now called newcomers. They don't want to hurt their feelings. <laughs> it's amazing. Amazing. Very few people are calling us out, but newcomers are now called newcomers. So if you go to, uh, you, you continue calling me illegals, and I will. I don't give a damn what they say. I call them illegals. That's what they are. They, they're lawbreakers. They broke over. They broke our laws by walking over the border, swimming over the border, whatever. They broke into our country. That is an illegal act. Just try that in another country. Try that in another country. Sneak into the country. See what happens to you. You're going to get shot, most likely. But not here. No, not America. Because we have that statue of liberty. Give us your weak. Give us your poor. Give, your, give us your huddled masses. You know, I'm about ready to say, tie a lasso, lasso the, the statue of liberty, put it back on a barge, float it out in the ocean, and sink the damn thing, because I don't want your poor. I don't want your huddled masses. They're not building this country to be a great country. We don't need more pickers. We don't. We got machines to do that. Have you ever watched that show called How It's Made? It blows me away. The machinery, the technology that we have to do jobs, to remove people from jobs. We used to have a, a warehouse here, a, a plant that had a bunch of people working, 100 people. Now we build machines, and we have 20 people working in the plant of 100 and we have the machines doing all the work. And the 20 are just making sure they squirt a little oil here and a little oil there and make sure the, the machinery works. We're eliminating the need for people with this technocracy, this technology. And uh, AI is just going to make it even worse, artificial intelligence. We're going to eliminate a lot of people. 
which then points to what I've been talking about for a long time is, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist because I'm a logical person. I'm a rationalist. If you have people, too many people, and people don't have jobs, then you don't need them. So what do you do with them? Well, we go back to the what uh, the TED speech for Bill Gates. We need to reduce the population by 10 to 15 percent. We can do that through vaccines. We can do that through improving um, female reproductive care, which is code for sterilization. So are we forget? Are we to forget these things that were said by Bill Gates? You don't need all these people. It makes logic. It's logical sense to me that if you don't need them, there's somebody out there evil to say, you know what? The jungles will replenish themselves. The jungles will. We can burn all the jungle back to a certain point in the Amazon. And guess what? In time, it will all grow back stronger, bigger and stronger than ever. And these evil people, Klaus Schwab, people with the, at the World Economic Forum, think this way. We have become, we, you and I, have become useless bottom eaters, bottom feeders. We don't need you. We only need so many of you. It's, it's, it's a bizarre world we're living in. I never thought in my life of where I am today that I would ever hate and distrust my government as much as I do today. As much as I do today. It's, it's amazing how, how corrupt and how evil they have become. How evil they've become. So we had some... Um, you know this. I got to throw a little humor at you here. When you're talking about the the redefining of the de definition of is is the redoing the words and the definition and the meaning, it kind of reminds me of of a doctor. You know, a doctor calls you in his office and he he does all the tests and everything. And you talk to him and the report and he says, Jim, I I am mistaken. I am mistaken on your diagnosis. You don't have syphilis. You have gonorrhea. Well, let me tell you something. Little difference, they are both STDs, and yet both, you don't want both of them. You don't want either of them. It's kind of the same thing what's going on here, uh, the redefining of the definition is, is, and the newcomers now. Now called newcomers. No more migrants, no more immigrants, no more illegals. It's newcomers, and if you don't use that word, you're a mean, nasty person. You're a racist, you're a hater of none of those things. I simply believe in the rule of law. You come here by the right way, and I have no issues with you coming in through the right channels. I have no problem with that. Absolutely no problem with that. You come here the right way, I welcome you. Welcome you. I hope, I hope you're not too disappointed here. But that's not what we're getting. We're not, we're not getting the best of the best here. By the way, I want, I'm going to mention something here that's not been mentioned on the mainstream media. It's not been mentioned on the independent media, and I'd probably be the first one to ever say this. So stick around. I'll tell you when I come back. to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? 
RE's Off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the Ease Off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my Ease Off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E A Z E O F F.com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the Internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we, the people, are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the Rotating Sponsors banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science-analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Trump goes to the hot spot, Eagle Pass, gets a great reception there. Biden goes to Brownsville, Texas, the sleepy crossing zone. Very few coming in at Brownsville, Texas, that area there. And the mainstream media doing their best to not cover this crisis of newcomers. I'm kidding you when I'm using it. Illegals coming over. 
Instead, going along with Biden's blaming Donald Trump, his past immigration policies that made the crisis what it is today. Couldn't you believe that? As John McElroy would say, you can't be serious. Joe Biden undid all of Donald Trump's immigration protections with a stroke of a pen. Smiling. He is undoing Trump's work. We got it. We saw it all. Allowing an open border and the crisis we are currently in. Joe Biden is to blame. But he continues to blame Donald Trump and the Republicans for this disaster at the border. The fact is, Joe Biden could take out his little pen right now and write the executive order to close the border and build the wall. But he will not. He will not. He's taking orders from the deep state. He's a globalist. You know, Joe Biden is that guy who blows wind in the elevator, the deadly silencer, and then points to someone else blaming them and then getting everyone else on the elevator to, to attack the patsy, to attack this patsy here. That's Joe Biden. Joe Biden steps off the elevator with that shit-eating grin on his face that we so often see. Got away with it. It's, it's Donald Trump's fault. The immigration problem, the border problem, that's his problem. He created, no, no, no. You undid all the immigration protections that Donald Trump had in place. You know, this guy here who talks about the buck stops here. We ever come seen on, man. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> uh, I don't tell you that. You know, uh, there was a hot mic moment there from Joe Biden to a Secret Service there, and it could be heard saying, uh, Hey, is, are there, is there a Baskin Robbins in Brownsville? Is there? Just curious. Um, you know, Joe Biden is not there. He's not there. He's not all there. Physically, he's not mentally. I know he, ha he just had this big physical. And again, a paid-off, bought-off doctor to uh, basically give you a clean belt bill of health. And we know that's not true. That's a problem I have. And I, I have that. I say that with either a Republican or a Democrat. Ronald Reagan fooled us also. He was eating his little jelly beans in his jar, and his wife was whoever was running the country at the time. But it wasn't Ronald Reagan in the last two years, year and a half of his of his uh, term. Uh, I have the same issue applies to both Republican or Democrat. Uh, I believe a thorough physical assessment, chemistries, everything, a mental assessment, cognitive assessment must be done on a yearly basis. On some people of, of age here. I mean, because we know as you get older, you will have cognitive difficulties. It's, it's, a, it's a fact. We got hairy legs that turn. <laughs> Sam, you make me crack up. Yeah, the hairy legs. I love when the kids sit on my legs and touch my hairy legs and the hair goes up. Yeah. And uh, I love yeah. kids jumping on my lap. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. You know, if Donald Trump had said any of that, my God, he'd be in hot water. They'd be calling him a pedophile and everything else. And if Donald Trump leaned in and sniffed the hair of little girls, they'd all be saying, oh, what a pervert he is. They'd, they'd file charges in some way for that. I don't know, but Donald, but uh, Joe Biden does, and it's like, yeah, he's just a, a well-meaning old man with a poor memory who likes to sniff little girls' hair. Uh, yeah, you can't bust him on that. Uh, yeah, I guess not. But uh, that's exactly how that situation, it's the uh, the double standard here. But, uh, yeah, Joe Biden is, is what can he say? What can you say? You know, when it rains, it pours in reference to the Biden or the Bidens, plural, corruption. You got James Biden. He's a crook. You got Hunter Biden. He's a crook. Uh, you know, selling the, the family name, computer, laptop, whores, pregnating stripper, uh, cocaine in the White House. Um, you know, it's just amazing. Uh, so much. The entire family. Uh, or earning of the initials POS. I'm sorry, but that's fact. They're all earning that initial POS. They are talk about bottom feeders. You know, money does not buy class. My father used to say this all the time. Money does not buy class. That's true. It does not buy class. These people have no class, no morality, no ethics. They are just rotten, lousy people that are using the system. That's in play that many have used before, but never to this degree. I don't think we've ever seen corruption to this level ever in our history, ever. We've never seen corruption so great with one family. I mean, this really is a misfit family. 
I mean, if Jerry Springer were still around today, we could put the entire family, Biden family, on there. And Hunter, you know, shacking up with your dead brother's wife. What was that all about? You know, impregnating a, a stripper. The whores on the on the video and and the in the bathtub smoking crack naked. What's your deal? Um, this is just, you know, the Biden administration makes the makes the Carter administration look pretty damn good, doesn't it? <laughs> and you know, the Carter administration was not a good term for President Jimmy Carter. He had lots of failures, which of one I wanted to mention is that's not being mentioned in the mainstream media. They won't, of course, because it's a black guy. Even the independent media hasn't picked on it. Not even Charlie Kirk, not even uh, Tucker Carlson's picked on it. But we are living, reliving history right now. We are reliving history right now with this border invasion. Have you? Uh, do you remember the state? November 30th, 1980. November 30th, 1980. Does that ring a bell? Cuba. Fidel Castro. The Mariel boat lift. Emptying out the prisons. Get out of here. Go to America. Don't come back or you're going to prison. That's exactly what we're receiving over the border right now. The illegals, some are probably okay, but a lot of them are here. They're illegal and they are criminals. They're criminals. They are going to target Americans. They are going to prey on Americans. And by golly, people, you're listening to me now. If you haven't done so yet, please do it now. Hold that Second Amendment right. Cherish it. Hold on to it for dear life. You're going to need it because nobody's else is going to protect you here. You're going to have to protect yourself and your family. If you call 911, they'll be in a half an hour. It's too late. We are being invaded by the worst of the worst. This is the Mariel, Cuban Mariel boat lift, second chapter. Second chapter here. They've even talked to people at the border. Where are you from? Venezuela. Where in Venezuela? Prison. 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 Let's go to our phones right now. Let's get a couple calls in. Rhonda in Missouri, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi, Steve. How are you doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> oh, uh, it's, it's, you, know, uh, you know, last week was a crappy week with the mother-in-law getting hurt. I really, I really worry about that. And like I said earlier, you know, I'm taking on all these different chores. I got to make sure this is done, this is done, this is done. And uh, my dogs are freaking out. They're looking at me like, this is not normal. What are you doing? And they're pacing around, and they look uh, they look nervous. They look upset. And, uh, you know, she comes back Wednesday, and it looks like everything's going for the, for the best right now. She's doing better. But I didn't need any of that. I didn't need any of that stress. I, I got lots of stress in my life, you know. When I when I watch the news, Rhonda, and I, I have to watch it every day, I have to watch it, and I have to sit down and dissect it and read here and read there and figure out the truth from all the BS that's out there, and it doesn't make me happy. It doesn't make well, no, me happy. It, it actually it, brings me back to JR in Georgia, who's our next caller up, and it, you kind of lose hope. You kind of lose faith, but you know what? I talked to my mom. I said, she goes, we're going back to communism, aren't we? I said, yes, we are, Mom. She's 88 years old. I said, you'll probably finish your life out in communism if we don't stop it. we definitely hoping for the revolution to stop these evil people. But if not, my mom goes back to communism of where she came from in, in East Germany. That's how she finishes her life out. And I just begin my, my stepping into communism. And uh, what's, what's, what's going to happen to the rest of us in, in, in the independent media? They're going to cancel every one of us. They're going to close everything down. There'll be one voice, one narrative. Anybody who opposes what we say will know about it because we have surveillance of the technology, your voicemails. We have everything we can bust your ass, and we'll send you to prison for uh, for not agreeing for with the narrative. <laughs> you know, it's interesting that we, we saw this happening in Israel. Anybody who's an, uh, a Holocaust denier got thrown in prison. Yeah, I, mean, there's no, I, I don't have to believe everything I'm told. I have a right to think for myself, and I won't call myself a yeah. Holocaust denier i will call myself a holocaust revisionist because much of what we've been told was a bold lie so right. that's where we are with that and we, i'm not going to give up i may be in well, the no, revolution he, and i may be a, i may not survive the revolution i may be a casually in the revolution but i'd rather die fighting for my rights and my freedoms then on my knees begging for mercy and abiding by a new master. I'd rather go out fighting. Well, yeah, you got to be true to yourself. I'm the same sure. way. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just going to say no. So just say no. 
That's right. that's what I do. I'd be like, uh, I don't think so. Um, plus, all these people that you see in the news, you go, what the heck's going on? I mean, there was a woman that was running around nude in California. Did you see that video? Yeah, I did. I did. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Anyway, a lot of, lot of mental patients out there, so just... I guess a lot of for those them. Actually, you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what's what one of Ronald Reagan's biggest mistakes he made in his right. term when his mind was all there. For some reason, I don't know why he decided to do it, but he's decided to close state mental hospitals. And I remember living in, in Indianapolis, Indiana. We have a LaRue Carter mental hospital, which I did my clinicals in. And uh, he just up and opened the doors to uh, the state hospitals to, re to release the mental patients, and many of them had no family to go to. They were just released on the street. That's Ronald, Ronald Reagan's biggest mistake right there, opening up the state institutions. And uh, right. But now we have it through, uh, through open borders, and again, uh, another Cuban aerial boat lift here, that the worst of the worst, the criminals are coming in, the prisons are being opened up in many different countries, and they're coming in now, and so we can expect... Violence targeting Americans. This is this is like I said, cradle. Hold on dearly to your Second Amendment rights. If you don't have firearms, you're you're going to be in trouble. You better start now, and you better start getting your ammo and preparing and getting some training because you may rely on that to save yourself and your family's life. Uh, this Venezuelan criminal that went over the border here, one of Biden's criminals, who Biden could not even mention her name, Lakin Riley, a 22-year-old. Nursing student from the University of Jordan brutally murdered, her head bashed in, her skull bashed in, and this guy's from Venezuela. And he's had numerous arrests for other problems, violence, but uh, now this one got him in jail. Um, it, Biden cannot mention her name because that brings to the open-door policy, which is his policy. You cannot blame this on Donald Trump. This is your policy. This is a guy that came in under your watch. The buck stops here. But uh, he won't mention that. But, but he'll mention... He'll mention George Floyd's name 47 damn times. Yep. Can you believe that? George Floyd, the criminal, drug addict, criminal, lengthy arrest records, gets mentioned after his death, but Lakin Riley, not one word. Not well, one word. Well, you know, word. Steve, he didn't have to mention this so much. When George Floyd died, now he's like totally gone. You know what I mean? Not that that man. Hey, not, I don't. I don't now. know what's. He's got a statue in in, in uh, Pennsylvania, right there by where the Rocky statue for uh, Rocky Balboa. He's got a yeah. damn statue. Yeah. Did you see the article about how? Um, and this is going to piss people off, but where I don't know if it's true or if it's just kind of something to to get people a little hot under the collar or something. But they're going to start offering um, loans for illegals yep. where they don't have to pay interest. Yep. Isn't that crazy? Yep. But the reason it I is. called was, yeah, yep. the reason I called was, um, so Joe Biden, um, oh, oh, Steve, see what you did? <laughs> Hold on. Are, are, you having, are you having a Biden moment right now? Are you having, having a I Biden am, moment? I am. There's so much going on, I mean, with everything that was said. But, um, oh, I know what I was going to say. So, yeah. you know how um, they say all these senators and stuff are saying that, uh, you know, he could have done this without Texas doing what they're doing because he has control. I mean, Trump did it, whatever. Um you know, he has authority. He's the president. And That's he's right. saying he doesn't have authority. No, I know. And he's you know passing what? I think, he's passing the blame. Right. Well, no, I think that's probably true because he's controlled. I mean, I, but I don't know, you know, like, who's his handler, right? I mean... Well, you know, he, uh, his, his handler's probably Barack Obama. My, my guess is it's Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. First, third term. But, you know, the power of the presidency gives you also an executive order, the right to, to write executive orders to protect whatever interests you should you should protect. And I think national security is pretty dang important. So uh, he could write a national uh, executive order right off the bat, just saying immediately, borders are closed. We begin building the wall now, and you could do that to protect America. You're protecting America yeah. not only safety, security, but also the economic portion of what this illegal immigration. I mean, $451 billion with a B, that's what New York is saying, it will cost them 
in one year of taking care of illegals, and they're crying about it right now, wanting to make it my problem, your problem, because they have a sanctuary city that's killing them. And it's my problem now. Yeah, and I, I saw something, too, where they're, like, throwing people out on this. Um, I think Florida just passed a law where you can't be sleeping on the street, so, um, in certain, count, you know, counties, so, yeah. Yeah. Parks I guess. Stuff. Yeah. Fortunately, you know, I mean, that would bother me. Yeah, do you have a problem? You know what? It's funny as that. There's no solution. There's nobody working on a solution. I'm not sure there is a solution. Other than grabbing people up off the streets, taking them in to uh, give them an assessment to see if they're mentally competent or not, and then maybe getting them some mental care. Uh, Many of these people are, many of these people are, are, uh, they're, they're, they have a history of psychiatric history. Well, so it's you either can't. psychiatric or demons. So exactly. Saying, yeah, or drug, um, drug you, abuse. Drug abuse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you see um, do you see a lot of homelessness around where you are? Uh, not in where I live, but in Orlando, yes. Okay. Underneath the uh, bridges, I've noticed camps. I've noticed a lot of shopping carts. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're gonna have to I clean much, that up. I, I wonder how many shopping carts Target and Walmart lose, and. Uh, you know, a lot of people are going to that, put a quarter in, and you can take it so far, and then you, and then it locks the back wheels. But I wonder how many of those uh, are disappearing. And I, that's a good indicator right there, like my refuse indicator of, of how good Christmas was for retail, of all the uh, the debris from packages and everything else from Christmas, uh, is an indicator of how much people spent. Uh, I guess you might say that the uh, shopping carts disappearing might also be an indicator of how many homeless people there are and how, and how much... Homelessness is rising. It could be a possibility there. Did you see the uh, article where they were talking about um, finding the owners of those uh, companies or the grocery stores? They were going to find those grocery stores for having the cart stolen. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Everything is backward and sideways. But yeah. um, I'll let you get on to JR. But uh, thanks for taking my call, Steve. Have a great night. All right, Rhonda, thank you for the call. Okay, Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Yeah, we're not living in normal times. We're not living in normal times at all. Not at all. Rule of law. It's quite simply, have a rule of law. We have a, a constitution that the founders put together, and uh, all we have to do is follow our laws, follow the laws on the books, and follow the constitution, and life would be so much easier for all of us, wouldn't it not? I don't understand what's, 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 the, pro- what's the problem here. This isn't rocket science. You have... Documents, you have laws, you follow the laws. If you don't like the laws, then you work to change the laws, but you just don't ignore them. We'll enforce these laws and we'll enforce these laws, but we will not enforce these laws. We are becoming a nation that has laws that we will not enforce. So I don't know. Let's go back to the phones and let's talk to JR in Georgia. JR, tell me something good. Well, unfortunately, brother, from our last conversation we had last Sunday, yeah, it's still the same old SOL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I nothing's going to change, brother. I mean, let me ask you something. Are... Let me ask you something, Jared. Let me ask you something. Let's get your prediction on the big Fannie Willis. Is she going to be disqualified? Is she going to serve some time for perjury, under oath perjury? What's going to happen to Big Fannie Willis? Is this? Is she going to stay in place? What's your prediction on that? My prediction on that, because of the DEI initiative, she's going to be forgiven for her sins. Okay. That's because it's the state of Georgia. And you got to understand, the state of Georgia is not as red as everyone wished to believe. Because of the demographic change. Let's say, say, Jerry, you're correct. I hope you're wrong. But let's say you're correct. The judge says, you know what, kind of like the Joe Biden. Let's say you're a woman, you're black, and you are middle-aged, and you have a poor memory of details, and we're going to look the other way, and you're going to stay in place. You're going to continue on with this attacking Donald Trump for election um, interference, all this other garbage. And you're uh, you're stud muffin. Nothing happens to him. If this happens, Jr then how can we enforce how can we enforce our laws and how can we enforce going in the legal process, swearing in 
under oath, how can we do that anymore, any longer, to anybody, if we let somebody go after we catch them in, in lies and perjury? How can we actually ask people to, to put their hand up and, and, and take an oath to tell the truth if we don't enforce it in this situation? How can we do this? Well, the question you ask is answered by this. You can't. Because you have a people, a country, that now does not understand. I hate to go here with this, but the simplistic values of the Bible, the Ten Commandments, that's where everything is derived from. But this country cannot continue to exist the way it exists this day without the values that are entertained by the Ten Commandments. God gave us the rules to live by. Yes, granted, we will all circumvent them, and we will all fall short of the glory of God. But we as individuals, as adults, as Americans, which this country was based upon, must recognize our failures each and every day. We fall short of the glory of God. We must look in a mirror and accept that. But that does not mean we do not execute those laws that were given to us. That's right. JR, thank you for your call. I hear the music, Steve. Yeah. You want to stick over? You want to stay over? Yes, sir, please. Okay. Second hour coming up. Stay tuned. Steve Elkins on a Sunday night. Off the beaten path. coffee and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee and after traveling so much to Europe, South America and trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S. I was so disappointed with the coffee so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. 